0: Welcome to Breaking Bread. I'm your host, Terry Page. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to go off format a little bit, just going to be me today. And we're going to talk about some current events. And of course, what we normally talk about on Breaking Bread, money, politics. My listeners in Germany, I would like you to pay close attention to this first segment because a lot of this affects you and you've been in the news a lot lately. Of course, can't really go a day without hearing about what's going on in Ukraine and we're going to talk a little bit about that today we're not going to spend too much time on it but I want you to really understand and get a scope of how it relates to our current economy now before the bombs were dropping everything in Ukraine we were talking about the supply chain and the high gas prices this is all before the crisis however at this point you're still looking at higher prices I know the New York Times kind of lean more toward what was going on in Ukraine as the reason for that but if you pay attention before that you had higher price at the pump and if you're a driver I don't have to tell you that part about tell you that much about that part but I want you to think of something willingness to use force is different than using actual force but it can be just as effective so what that means in short if people are concerned that you may attack or that you're not going to push them around, they may not want to attack. So you may not have to go on the offensive or defensive, depending on what side of the category that you're on. What we looked at with the situation is that Putin wanted to go into Ukraine. He said some things about some accusations of what they did and as his reason for doing that. So at this point, what we're trying to do, we're trying to sanction Russia get their financial institution. But the big thing is, think about it, you got to cut them out of commerce totally. Here's why. Vladimir Putin is clearly trying to restore the way of the old Soviet Union. He constantly breaks international law, and people in power don't appear to pay attention. Putin is a rich man. The guy has a lot of money. So those sanctions, he's probably not really going to care because he is a bully. I know we talk about these photographs you see of him with shirtless on the horse, but the bottom line is the guy's a killer. And people tend to forget that at times. Let's take a look at the um, some of the stock markets that went on today. So you got the European natural gas futures. They're going to be especially sensitive because Russia provides more than a third of Europe's supply, with some of it running through the pipeline in Ukraine. So we talked about the false claims of genocide in Ukraine as him as a reason to move forward in Ukraine. A lot of those resources go right through NATO. So NATO's kind of hesitant, the U.S. kind of hesitant, because no one wants to really rock the boat, if you would. As you know, I often make predictions on this show. One prediction from this, that you've got a lot of chaos, a lot of things going on, people saying decisions should have been made before this happened, and I believe one thing that's going to come out of this is that Joe Biden will not run for reelection. not so much because of this, but there's some other opportunities that are going on there. But we'll see. But I have to tell you, with the show, I have been right 100% of the time. But we'll see what happens there. Oil, we need it. It's our resources. It, commerce, when you go to the grocery store, when you go to buy clothing, everything goes back to Oil. And our reliance is on on Saudi Arabia, it's on Russia. Therefore, gas prices are going up. We canceled the Keystone pipeline. And from that point on, Vladimir Putin looked at that and says, Oh, you gotta rely on me for oil. You gotta heat your home, you gotta have gas for your car. So, what does that mean for me? What does that mean for you? And that's where we are. So, no one can really predict what's gonna happen going forward. But I can tell you this the US, we have to pay attention to our enemies have to pay attention to China, for example. Take a look at what's going on. Taiwan, our enemies are paying close attention. I mentioned earlier that stocks were down, but not all the stocks were down. Uh, To put it in perspective, early this week, they were down about 11% in the U.S., but to really make it relevant, stocks were down in Russia about 50%. But some people were okay with it. For example, the defense stocks were up, because think about it. Going to war. That's going to happen. Energy stocks are up. So your oil is over a hundred dollars per gallon, depending on per barrel, rather depending on you know what day you're talking about. So of course, the oil company is going to like that. I mean, Exxon, Mobil, Chevron, because oil prices are up. I mentioned earlier about the Keystone Pipeline and shutting that down. It really does make a difference when you do that. To put that in perspective, think of it this way you had 595,000 gallons of oil that are coming from Russia. With the pipeline in place, you're looking at about 800,000 gallons of oil. So put those numbers together and see what you come up with. Now, the futures were down, to be fair. So the banks do business across the border, so, such as Barclays, uh, the British Bank, J.P. Morgan. They're the largest American bank. So, yeah, when that happens, that's going to affect your stock. Here's how it's going to affect you. Now the Fed was planning to raise interest rates as part of the reason to fight inflation. But the question is, will they still do it with the war going on and where do investors, where are they going to put their money where it's safe? Some may argue bonds. um, Gold was uh, up 5% this past month. That was at a one year high. Bitcoin is down 30% over the past three months. Now before People were saying, "Hey, cryptocurrency that, that's the place where you want to put your money." I'm not saying that it isn't, but I'm just saying over the past three months, it was down 30 percent, and people weren't expecting that. They thought that, well, think of it this way: people thought this would be the digital equivalent to gold. The argument was that this is where people would move their money where the market and the rest economy became uncertain. Why? Because when governments fight one another, one might think investors would go to the currency that is in control. By any government, to put this in perspective for you, Bitcoin price has been more in line with tech stocks than it has been in line with gold. Again, gold is considered more of a safe investment. So to the counter observer, it appears cash and gold have been the place of comfort, not cryptocurrency. But we'll keep an eye on the market on that one. Let's switch to some local news here. Let's take a look at what's going on in Charlotte. You had a a new elementary school and hundreds of housing units are coming to Ballantyne. So the Charlotte schools and and Woodford Development, they are set to build an elementary school, about 430 housing um, development units. So that's going to take place near um, Adrakel High School. So that contained about 430 units. Now, Joe Bruno from WSOC-TV had a really good report on this. And he reports that the number of units has decreased by more than 100 to 439. So that's going to be it. 15% would be affordable housing, which is going to be up 10%. Because one of the objectives apparently with city council is they want to do something with city council. Well, excuse me. They want to do something with affordable housing in Charlotte. So that was a kind of the compromise there. So we'll keep an eye on that uh, on that project as it as it comes along. As you can imagine. With this type of density, it could bring quite a bit of traffic to an area. My understanding is the answer to that is to take people out of their cars and more into public transportation. And if you stop to think about it, that does fit in line with Charlotte's 2040 plan. If you enjoy your car, let me ask you this. If you really prefer being in your automobile versus public transportation, how excited would you be about this proposal? All right, let's take a look at some fun news. All right, let's talk about the Spotify car thing. What is that, the Spotify car thing? Okay, well, it's like you plug it into your car's stereo, so it's like, like you would do for maybe an aftermarket CD player. So the Bluetooth then connects your phone into the car, and then you're good to go. Think of it this way. If you're, if you're driving around in the highway, you're driving around, if you point to an average car, a random car, chances are that car is over 12 years old. So those people don't have the technology as the people who have newer cars. So there's no nice screen, there's no Bluetooth, there's no technology. But with the car thing, and that's the name of it, they call it the car thing (laughs) here in business. So prediction there, it won't be around in five years, and this is why. In 2018, there was a federal regulation saying all cars must have a backup camera. If it has a backup camera, it needs a screen. If it has a screen, you don't need a car thing because it will have an entertainment system eventually. So car thing is for old cars. As those cars age out, so will car thing. So at some point, you got to come up with the new technology. So the market is for young people with old cars. The moral of the story is the goal is to get you used to listening to Spotify. That way, when you upgrade to that new car, you still want to listen to Spotify. Why? Because you're not going to replace your Spotify account. So I'm good with you. Listen to Breaking Bread on, on Spotify. Hey, let's go with it. All right. And there we're good to go. All right. Now, since I gave you some, since we were talking about the market a little while ago, and if there's any lawyers listening, here's my little disclaimer. What you heard is for informational purposes. Break and Bread is not recommending any securities. There is no investment advice being offered, and the information provided on this show should not be taken as such. So in other words, if I said something if you're gonna invest and lose all your money, do not at me. You can at me for other things at Break and Bread101, but not for that. Break and Bread is a production of Artists for the People. Follow us on Twitter at Breaking Bread101. That's Break, the letter N is November, Bread 101. Or catch us on Instagram, Breaking Bread Podcast. Catch us on Facebook or visit our website, breakandbread.biz. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at break and bread 101 Give us a listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music was composed by Ludwig van Beethoven. Breaking Bread was created by Terry Page. Success is when opportunity meets preparation until next time.